What's the secret to your hair, Dr. Lisa? I get that question so much. And what I have changed recently is using my Nourish Collagen Peptides from the Nourish Balance Thrive line. As you know, before I ever put my name on anything, I test it out for months. And so therefore, I have been using this product for a long time before it ever became available to you guys. Why am I loving this product so much more than any other ones that I've ever used? A, this is grass-fed collagen. So if you are dealing with post-COVID hair loss, if you are dealing with a Hashimoto's diagnosis or a hypo or just low thyroid diagnosis and you're losing your hair, or maybe you're noticing your hair just isn't as thick as it used to be when you were in your 20s, right? There's so many of us noticing that. You might want to add some collagen into your routine. And the Nourish Collagen Peptides is from grass-fed cows, so you're going to love that. You're not going to get all the nasty hormones or whatever else that might be in conventional products. I am always looking for the cleanest source available. What else? If you're looking in the mirror and you're noticing those laugh lines, or if you can pinch your skin and it doesn't like rebound back as fast as it used to, that means the elasticity of your skin just isn't there and we want to rebuild it, nourish it so it can thrive, right? So the Nourish Collagen Peptides will do just that. And obviously as a chiropractor, I love this because it is good for your joint health as well. So Nourish Collagen Peptides has type 1 and type 3 collagen peptides in it, which are great for, like I said, hair, skin, and nails. So if you are dealing with laugh lines or thinning hair or creaky joints, you're going to want to grab a container of the Nourish Collagen Peptides. You can mix it into your smoothies, into your coffee. You can mix it into like your brownies if you're eating that drlisao.com, click the shop link or click the link below. An ironic media production. Visit us at ironickmedia.com. Hey there. So in this podcast, I interviewed Dr. Heather Denniston. She is a blogger from WellFit and Fed is what you might know her from. She's also a chiropractor, and we both have done a lot of similar postgraduate diplomate programs. And so we think very similarly. You're going to recognize a lot of the stuff that we talk about in here as small, sustainable steps leading to lifelong change, kind of like what I always talk to people about, right? But Heather and I both, uh, we both have struggled with our weight, and we're both open and honest about that. And she'll talk to you a little bit about what she does to make sure that she stays on the right track and how she helps coach clients that way as well. So recognize all the little things that we're doing today and how it impacts our life, you know, 10, 20, 30 years down the road, and whether or not we do that workout this morning and what it's going to do and impacting us in a couple of weeks from now, right? So take a listen. Hey there, Rockstar. I'm Dr. Lisa Olszewski. I'm so glad you're here. I know you've been struggling for a while trying to figure out why things just aren't changing. I've been there. I get you. I see you. I know how hard you're trying. I'm here to let you know that there's light at the end of the tunnel, and I'm here to teach you the simple steps to becoming that healthy, vibrant you. Are you ready? Let's do this. everybody. I have got a great guest over here to my side today. This is one of my dear friends. It's Dr. Heather Denniston. She's a seasoned chiropractor with additional certification as a wellness chiropractor. She is also a trained certified personal trainer, an avid athlete, a health enthusiast, and a writer who has a passion for inspiring people of all ages to ignite their first steps toward their personal best. She has a ton of online content, 
public speaking, and coaching experience. And she shares wellness and fitness and nutrition expertise for everyone that's looking for deeper change. Dr. Heather is a frequent wellness strategist presenter for companies like Microsoft. She's also the author of The Three-Day Reset and the creator of the online wellness membership program, The Change Cape. Dr. Heather presents nationally in a format that is energetic and engaging, and you are going to experience that here today. So Dr. Heather, thanks so much for being here. I so appreciate your time. Oh, Dr. Lisa, thank you for having me. It's always an honor to talk to you, and I've worked together in several capacities, and it's just a joy. So thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. So you were a chiropractor for 25 years. I know your story, but let's share it with the audience. You left for a different pace. So share a little bit about that. Yeah. uh, You and I share the beautiful, beautiful profession of chiropractic, best profession in the world. And uh, I practiced in a brick and mortar situation for about 25 years. And about two years before I left, I started to get some deep leadings that I tried to ignore for a while. And then I just couldn't. I was clearly being um, divinely pushed in a different direction. And so I, I followed. And what that looked like is where my practice was, is right in the center of Microsoft, Expedia, Costco, um, Amazon, T-Mobile. And I saw corporate client after corporate client. And a lot of them shared some common issues in regarding to um, aspiring to their wellness goals and failing. And so I felt really convicted about going to them and speaking to them one-to-one or one-to-groups and helping them understand some of the foundational principles of wellness that they were missing and were then becoming very frustrated because they couldn't have a mindfulness practice. They couldn't follow a nutritional plan there. You know, they were falling off their fitness wagon. And so that's what I ended up doing is moving into that space uh, through presenting and speaking and writing. And it's been a total joy. So let's um, talk about, I think all of us have got some sort of personal journey that brings us to where we are today. Something I always state to my patients because they're like, oh, but you're so at this level, but this level wasn't something that happened yesterday. This, whatever level we're at has happened and evolved over decades. So share your own personal wellness journey. Yeah. Well, I'll start with uh, one Saturday morning when I was about 22, standing in the shower bawling because I was inflamed and arthritic and about 70 pounds overweight. And well, when I was nine, I grew like a mastiff puppy, six inches in one year, which was crazy. And the problem is, is that mastiff puppies do not do back handsprings on the beam. And I was a competitive gymnast. And so I quit. And instead I focused on my other sport, competitive binge eating. And so by the time I hit college, I was about 235 pounds. And then fast forward, standing in that shower, I had thyroid condition, IBS, um, couple different types of arthritic situations and all sorts of problems, uh, including the weight, but they were all signs of deeper issue of not knowing how to feel my body, not knowing how to be functionally fit or how to have any kind of mindfulness practice or self-compassion. And so I realized if I was going to turn this Titanic of health issues around, I was going to need to focus on my wellness as a priority project. And so that's actually what led me to start to study and study a lot and become a chiropractor and a trainer and, um, you know, get a certified wellness, um, advanced, uh, 
what is it? It's not, it's a, you, you have it as well. It's a, it's the CCW. CWP. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Wellness wellness practitioner. Thank you. (laughs) Um, And, and it was, that was my personal journey. And like you said, it, it is never a straight line. And I am a very open um, person about the fact I'm a chronic binger, I'm a heavy overeater, and that is an addiction that I still work very, very hard with. And I work with lots of people who deal with that as well. Many of us do have a, a deeply emotional connection to food. And, um, but through all that, like you, we learn foundational principles that can help other people save them the stress and the frustration of keeping, you know, not getting to where they want to go. And so that's my personal story. Well, I love it. And that's one of the things that I think it makes you even more compassionate to work with clients, right? Because when we all have had our personal struggle, because we've all walked into the gym and had somebody that couldn't relate to where we were. Mm-hmm. But so many of us, like you had just said, crying in your shower at 22 years old, right? Mm-hmm. Like I had my own personal story of like when my hair fell out and what was I supposed to be doing with that because I was following the nutritional guidance of a bunch of wrong people. So mm-hmm. it makes you more relatable to your clients. And that's what I absolutely love. So you mentioned foundational, like building blocks. Where do you start with your clients on that? And how can that help our audience today that are just trying to figure out like, how do I even start? Where do I, where do I start in this quest to healthy living or becoming more well? Yeah. Uh, I was working with Microsoft. Uh, this was actually many years before I left practice and I was tasked with doing an offsite with them and it was a small group and there was a gal named Julie there and I'll use her as an illustration of, of what I'm going to teach um, based on your question. And everybody was working on something I called discovering your wellness why. And heads were down, pencils were writing, except for Julie. And Julie's sitting at the end of the table and she's looking around at everybody else's paper. And so I walk over to her and at the top of her blank page were three words. And it just said, to be healthy. And I said, "Uh, is that your wellness why? And she said, yep. And I said, but why? And she said, "Uh, because I want to be independent when I get older? I said, yeah, but why? Because uh, I want to have choices? Yeah, but why? And this went back and forth and suddenly people's pencils were down and all eyes were on us. And I said, but why? And she finally looked at me and her face changed. And she said, because I don't ever want to tell my two grandsons, sorry, boys, Noni can't do that. And in that moment, I saw that she had a deeply moving wellness why that would help be the wind behind her to help her get to her wellness goals. And I strongly, strongly believe that every person needs to go through that process of defining for them what that deeply moving wellness why is. Why are you going to get out of bed and go for a run at five? Why are you going to meal prep on Sundays? Because sometimes it's it's boring or it's frustrating or it's a grind. And if you don't have a defining reason why you're doing it, it's too easy to just go, no. And we all look short-term plans, right? I think that's just something that we innately do as a society. We want instant gratification. We want, um, we're looking short-term, but we don't understand. I think people are waking up that every single decision that we're making today impacts the quality of your life 10, 20, 30, 40 years down the road. And so it is, it's going out and being active every single day. It's choosing a better option for lunch today than the typical fast food meal. And that all culminates to when we're 70 or 80 and can we play with our grandkids and, you know, you know, can we be there for our kids' wedding, et cetera, all of those different 
different aspects, but nobody, you know, and unfortunately, like you'll, you've heard me say this so often, we have a generation now of elderly people that have outlived their life expectancy Mm -hmm. and they're just decrepit in nursing homes. And I don't think that's where any of us want to be. So again, if we're going to live to be a hundred years old, let's make sure we're healthy and active. And so I love that fact where you actually get people to tune in. Why do I want to do this? Not just to be healthy, but what is the real reason behind that? Yeah. So I absolutely love that. So lots of, sorry. I was just going to say, I loved what you just said. Uh, And sometimes how I say it is that the richness of our life is is defined by the hundreds of daily health optimizing or depleting decisions we make. And people forget that that bag of chips that they look down into Sunday is affecting how they're working in the boardroom today or how that missed workout affects how you interact cognitively with your kids today. You know, it, it, it all affects every choice that you make. And it's not even right in the moment. It's days later or weeks later or months later that you're going to feel the positives or the negatives. Yeah. And like you just said, the chronic inflammation, so much of our food is so inflammatory and we never even realize it until we have all the itises down the road, which is chronic inflammation. So um, we can definitely start to take those simple steps early. So I know there's a lot of women that try new food plans all the different time and they try to be fit, um, but we always fall off the wagon. So why do you think that happens? Yeah. And I think, I think, um, well, I'm going to tell another story, Lisa, because that's that's how I roll. So I have to talk about Linda because Linda was a patient of mine early in practice and she came in and she'd been seeing me since I opened. And so I've known her for some time and she's hysterical. And she came in, she was just deadpan. And I'm like, what is going on? And she said, doc, I need you to help me with my lip. And I said, uh, I'm Linda, I'm a chiropractor. And so I'm not too sure what's going on. She goes, no, 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 my Linda improvement plan. And I said, oh, I said, what is that about? And she got super serious. And she looked at me and she said, you know, Heather, for the last 20 years, I've been raising boys and pursuing a career. And I do not recognize myself anymore. And I've forgotten what I'm passionate about. I don't know what brings me joy. I don't like what I'm seeing in the mirror. And she said, I've tried for the last couple months to try the new food plan, try the new, and, and I keep failing. And so she said, I've realized I need a team and I'm putting together a team. I want you to head it up. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is like a pit crew. And you're like this car and this is awesome. And we put this great team together of her physical therapist and her trainer and me and this key essential person who she hardly even knew at work, who we gave one task. And I'm going to talk about that in just a minute. And so she went on and six months later, she was in a completely different position. And so the very second thing I always coach on is defining and curating a wellness pit crew for yourself and regularly going back and checking and saying, is who's on this, who I have on my pit crew, is, are they the right people? Am I missing anybody? Do I need a counselor right now? Do I need an acupuncturist right now? Do I need a, a, another, my neighbor who likes to go out to walk? Can I join her and walk with her every day? And you have a very intentional team of people. Now, Linda's key person, I, I don't know, have you watched Ford and Ferrari? Uh, not yet. No, I keep okay, hearing well, about it. I, it fascinated me because I had this pit crew concept and then this whole movie's like about pit crew. And I'm like, 
I need to learn about this. So I start studying about pit crews. And I'm like, there is, there, first of all, there's pit crew school, which is amazing. And there's one guy and his whole job that he goes to school for is to hold the tray under the gas nozzle so it doesn't drip. That's his whole job. And I'm like, that is an awesome illustration of that your pit crew doesn't have to be like this huge thing. So Linda's key person actually was a woman from work who she did not know well, had the cube next to her. And all that woman had to do was every Monday up over the cube, look at Linda go, you hike on Saturday? and then back down. It's all she had to do. And Linda said that was a key role in her success. And so defining a pit crew for yourself uh, that might have professionals, might have uh, key friends and, and acquaintances, but one caveat, you should not have uh, your spouse or partner or your very best friends. And the reason is, is because they are vested in who you are right now, not who you want to become. They love you. They love you for who you are. And sometimes they're, you changing makes them a little uncomfortable. So it's important that you go outside that inner circle to establish your crew. And one final thing about the pit crew. Um, who doesn't love Brene Brown? Okay. Uh, she, I was at a lecture of hers and she stood up and behind her were these five photos. And, and she's pointing to them and it's the Dalai Lama and it's the CEO from Pixar and it's Oprah. And I can't remember the other two. But she's talking about how these people are her brain trust. And whenever she has a question or she needs guidance or she needs to shift paths, she goes to them and she talks to them and they help her. And I'm like, damn, girl, you've, you've got, you are hooked up. And in the same moment, she goes, oh, I've never met any of these people. These are, these are my brain trust. They don't know. But they are the people in my life who I, who I listen to their messages. I follow them. I read their books. And so I loved that because part of your pit crew, not all of it, but one or two positions can be held by somebody you've never met before. Uh, and I think it's important to mention that, at least especially right now, when there are so many gurus, so many people speaking on things, and you could follow 100 people. But if you follow one and you dig into their work really deeply, you're going to get way more out of it than if you're bouncing around all over the place. So very long answer to your question, but establishing a wellness pit crew is absolutely essential. It is huge. It absolutely is. And little known fact about me, you might not even know this about me after uh, I'm not a pit crew person, but <laughs> you're like, wait a minute. But I did grow up next door to uh, Michigan International Speedway, which is with NASCAR. So I worked in the pit road suite. So I was right right there being able to see those pit crews nonstop. Oh my gosh. NASCAR and every IRL race way back in the day. That's awesome. Yeah. Never would put me with NASCAR, right? <laughs> <laughs> but it is so true. And especially I think now in our internet day and age, there's so much information out there. And so we can, like you just said, follow so many different people. However, it gets so confusing yeah. and then we try something and it doesn't work and then we try something else and it doesn't work. So it's yeah. an accountability factor. I love what you just said. And to have Linda's, um, I want to say cube mate, but the yeah. like that's a huge accountability factor. And that's all she had to say. Like one say. thing. Yeah. That's brilliant. Yeah, and I love what you just said too, Linda. And I think it's important. Linda. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Lisa. Um, Linda's my gal from Microsoft. Uh, is that it, it is, it is easy to get distra distracted and diluted. And it, don't you find that when your clients come to you, they're frustrated and they're, they, they are confused and they're overwhelmed. That's exactly and, and so I think establishing a pit crew 
creates a boundary for yourself so that you aren't jumping all over the place. You always can come back to center and go, no, it's these four people. These are the people I lean into. Not this person, not this person, not this person. And um, it, it, it allows you to become more successful. Yeah, I love that. And so what else you had said about Linda was that 20 years in corporate America, right? And then all of yes. a sudden doesn't recognize her because I know there's a lot of women out there because as women, we are juggling multiple hats or multiple balls at all the same time. And we're being a mom and we're being a sister and we're being an aunt and we're being you know, the executive at work or wherever we are and, and trying to be a spouse and coming home at the end of the day and exhausted. Yes. Because we put everybody else first mm-hmm. and then one year turns into five, it turns into 10 and then 20. Yeah. So what kind of connection can, I know you speak at Microsoft a lot, like you had said, what kind of connection in these little simple steps these days to transfer over toward the boardroom? I know you had talked a little bit about, you know, Hey, how's that bag of chips going to impact you later on? Mm-hmm. But like, let's deep dive into that. So that way we can take care of ourselves now, be the best that we can be in all different areas. And we yeah. don't end up as a Linda 20 years down the road. Yeah, a couple of things come to mind. Um, you are familiar with James Chestnut, and he's a mentor of mine, and he is a hilarious guy, and he does not mince words. And he stands up on stage in his classes, and he says, every single decision you make is either a step towards slow suicide or a happier, more thriving, more excellent, more amazing, more optimized life. And when you internalize that and you go, every single decision I make, what I stick in my mouth, whether I get up out of my chair every hour, um, how mindful I am, kindness, self-compassion, all of these things are choices and you're either going one direction or the other. And it's a really interesting, uh, a bit um, a, a, like a, a bit shocking to the system, but really important to internalize. So I, I think that's important first for people to understand that all of these things that you're doing will have an effect one way or another. So if you're working a 60 hour a week, you are not going to go in unscathed. If you are meditating every day, you are going to reap the benefits. And so I think that's really key. I also think, um, uh, we t- I kind of mentioned about kind of the, the bag of chips and the glass of wine and, and that kind of thing, but we can take that even deeper. You know, a lot of people talk about doing work with their inner child. Well, I always encourage clients to do work with your inner elder, talk to them, have a conversation with your 80 year old and say, what do you need me to be doing right now? Let's really talk about that. What's going to make you happy? What's going to make you feel independent? What's going to make you feel not marginalized? Because if we continue to make poor choice after poor choice, we will be marginalized, um, kind of set aside. We lose our choices. The minute we lose our physicality, we lose choices. Um, because if people have to help us with stuff, then you, you no longer have the freedoms that you might enjoy right now. And so those, that's a lot of what we start with foundational work on is, is a bit of a reality check with how impactful tiny, tiny wellness choices are in your life. I love it. Absolutely love it. So um, it kind of leads into your concept surrounding a full color life. Mm. So can you share a little bit about that analogy then? Yeah, I, I hope I articulate this well. Please dig in if I, if I don't. It's, it's a concept I've been thinking about for some time. And it started when I came across this photo. And it was a black and white photo of these kids playing in a meadow. And it, the boys are they're playing soccer and the soccer ball's up in the air. And it's just, it's kind of a cool photo. And then I clicked to the next photo and it was this vibrant, full color, blues, greens, red t-shirt, you know, white and black soccer ball, same photo. But I didn't see that full color photo first. I saw the black and white one. I'm like, oh, that's pretty good. 
what I notice is two things. We are meant to live the full color life. We're meant to live that full color photo. And people are in two camps. One is they used, they, they are aware that they were living a full color life and now they're in black and white, but they don't think they have any choices to get back to that full color life. Or worse is the changes have been so insidious, taking them from full color to more of a black and white existence that they don't, they don't even really remember what a full color life feels like. And so understanding that seeing the colors of a sunset, smelling your grandson's hair, relating to your partner, all are dependent on the wellness choices you make because it affects physiology, brain chemistry, how you see, taste, feel, and touch. And so that, yeah, I love that eating well and exercising prevents the big players like cancer, diabetes, and heart disease. That is important. But to me, it's more important that I can see a vibrant sunset and I can climb the mountain to get there to see it. And so those things are really key. So I think that you know, that whole full color, black and white life, I want to live full color. And that's part of my wellness. Why is to keep going back to that. What do I need to do to keep shifting me or maintaining me in that direction? Yeah. It's one of those things Like you hear the comments a lot where it's accepting mediocrity and not even realizing that you've accepted mediocrity. Yes. Right. Wow. So I know you are sharing a fantastic gift with our listeners. So how can they get that? Yeah, you bet. I am going to give you a link, Dr. Lisa, and it is to a workbook called Discovering Your Wellness Why. So we talked about that earlier today, and now you can just take the workbook, work through it on your own pace, get a glass of wine or a cup of tea, and take some time to work through it. And when you're done, I want you to do something. And that is go to Instagram, go to WellFit and Fed and message me what your wellness why is. I want to know, I want you to be accountable to completing the task and really uh, naming it and proclaiming it. I love seeing them. I don't share them, but I do love to see what people's wellness whys are. So uh, definitely do that for yourself in efforts to create a situation where your wellness aspirations come to fruition much more easily when you have that driving behind you. So you can check out the link below. Lisa will provide that for you in, I guess, show notes or... Yes, or absolutely. Okay. absolutely. And then tell them where they can find you. Yeah, I I was early enough with my name that I got on all platforms as well fit and fed. There are lots of well fits. There are lots of well feds, but no well fit and fed. So I love it. So uh, it's literally all one word, well fit and fed Instagram. I have a show as well. It's over on YouTube, well fit and fed. If you want to check out the junk, you should know show. That's a great wellness centered show. And then Facebook and any other platforms and my website is well fit and fed too. So you can find me there. Awesome. So easy for everybody right? <laughs> to find exactly. all of those. Yeah. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Dr. Heather. It's so great to have you here today and sharing your, your knowledge with our listeners. So I say thank you so much, Lisa. And thank you for the work you do in the world as well. I really appreciate it. Thank you. All content provided by Dr. Lisa Olszewski and her guests and her programs, including this podcast, her website, summits, and other platforms, is for educational and informational purposes only. Always seek the advice of your physician or another qualified health provider before you make any changes to your health routine, especially related to this content. Ask your physician questions about medical conditions. No statement has been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration, and products mentioned or discussed in these programs are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. 
I hear it all the time. How do I get my kids to eat fruits and vegetables? How can I get them to take a multivitamin? Or even for our adults, I hate fruits and vegetables. How do I incorporate some of the great benefits of this? This is why I created the Nourish Super Greens and Super Reds. You are going to love them. They are all organic. You have organic green blend and an organic red antioxidant blend. But what else I love about this... I brought in immune support as well. So we have such amazing superfoods, all of the different mushrooms that are in there, along with digestive enzymes. And you can just mix it into your smoothie. You can mix it into some water, but it tastes good. There are no added sugars. You're going to love it. So just click the link below or go to drlisao.com and click the shop button.